Well, there we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always surprising you, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sage is playing with a photo app right now. Actually, what, it's TikTok. TikTok? TikTok. Oh, you're playing with TikTok. Yeah. That is pretty strange. <laughs> That's a wicked clown. So, like, oh. yes, you like that one, don't you? Be you're beautiful, darling. You're beautiful. So. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> lot going on lately huh yeah interesting yeah. a lot of interesting stuff yes I, I guess you could call it interesting <laughs> I, I find it interesting how um, all the different reactions to it um, not that I'm not taking anything seriously or, or less serious or anything um, I'm probably more of a an observer mm-hmm uh, what about you I think there's too much panic. Panic. Hmm. Yes. That's a big word, panic. Yes, it is a big <laughs> word. Uh, overreacting? Um, yeah, in a sense, more panic. Yeah, maybe some people are panicking. I don't know. Panic and overreacting. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. Just, you yeah, know. Especially when we go someplace and we need something because we can't stock up because we, we live in such a small little place you know the Toyota uh, the Winnebago so we go to the market a lot and mm -hmm. it's getting a, a, a little frustrating sometimes no it's not scary but it's just getting frustrating um, that we can't find some of the things that we like or enjoy and just watching other people scrambling. Hoarding? Hoarding, yeah, I guess so. And scrambling to grab things um, that they really just don't need. And I think, well, it's not that I think I know, you know, um, there's no need for it. There's plenty of these. Items? necessities or yes. items and needs um, um, there and the shelves would be full right now if people just weren't like you say and a lot of people say weren't hoarding 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 <laughs> hoard um. isn't that's a good thing to talk about hoarding it's not a good thing to be a hoarder if you live in a tiny place <laughs> well yeah well yeah we can't hoard can we no. We just did a little bit of cleaning here today, didn't we? Huh? Yes, we did. And that we felt pretty good. Got rid of stuff that paper. was being ordered. Paper. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hate paper. Lots of paper. Especially when there's a way to electronically receive it and send it and store it. And yet we still have so much paper. Paper freaks me out. Lots, especially having lots of it. Yeah. I mean, I love drawing. Um but, gosh, why do we need so much paper? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, totally. But it is free when you get rid of all of that stuff. What's that? Paper. It's free. Freeing. Oh, freeing. <laughs> As in, like, you know, it feels good to get rid of all that when you do. Yes, it does. You let go of all old stuff. 
you know. It's amazing how much storage we really have in this little place. We, how much actually opened up. Um, we really don't have a lot yet. Sometimes we still feel like we have a lot, don't we? Yeah. But we keep downsizing. We downsize a lot because, well, I mean, after a while, we just go through the things that we have and we see that we're not using them and we get rid of it. Yes. Or we, no, we, don't, you know, we pass it along is what we do. Or we might... Gift it? Gift it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of shit going on. <laughs> I don't know how to make sense of it all. Uh, I was raised by my grandparents. And so my grandfather, who passed away in 2006, he was born in 1924. My grandmother was born in 1926. Uh, but I certainly was around my grandfather enough to know about the Great Depression. Right. And it was just something they went through. Mm -hmm. I, my grandfather never really, I mean, I no, I never heard him complain about the Great Depression. I just heard him talk about them going through the Great Depression, you know? Yeah, making they, it work. Making it work with whatever the, with whatever they had, right? You know, um, and I guess I don't know what's up with the next generation from that, which would be my parents or your parents, um, because I see a lot of them kind of overreacting. We're kind of overreacting to it, and and maybe and then we're the next generation from there. Let's see, mm -hmm. one, two, third generation from there. Um, and of course, our generation's freaking out, the Gen Xers. And then, I don't know what you call anybody after that, but <laughs> <laughs> I think even the fourth generation is kind of freaking out. And then I, I'm seeing a lot of the younger kids just kind of being cool. Chillaxing. Chillaxing, you know. Um, going, what's, what's so... What's what's the big deal, y'all? And I guess maybe because all these other generations beforehand are used to having a lot of stuff or used to having things a certain way for all the time. And they're afraid of losing those types of things and not realizing that they can. there are different ways to have fun that this younger generation, it's, I hate to say that, Hmm. Does that does that mean that we're old? No. <laughs> <clears throat> no, we don't. We don't. No, we're not old. But younger generation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they seem to be doing good with it. I mean, they're not really afraid. No, I've definitely learned a lot from them. Mm -hmm. You know, As somebody you know recently asked uh, who uh, listens to our podcasts. You know. Uh, what is it that we can tell some of the younger people um, that are wanting to live a different lifestyle, like maybe van life or bus life, RV life, or tiny home, or sim sim the simple life, or homesteading, off-grid, or so many different lives. Um, and I, I don't know 
I mean, there of course there's some things that we can tell people, but we've learned so much from the younger generation about how so less stressed out they are about having less and how they do so much more. Yeah, they adapt to it much better and, and faster and and they do more obviously, yeah. That's what that's true. I mean, but I, I do feel I I, I envy them in a in a way yeah. because they're doing so much they're actually even doing I mean, more than us. They're out there it's almost like they don't really it doesn't phase them. It's more like just they jump right into it and do it. Yeah. You know, um, and that's what they've told us. Yeah. When we got into it, just jump right just into do it, it and you know? do it. And, and not fear. I mean, you just have to explore and have fun. I guess when, when you're that age or young, you know, in your 20s, early 20s, you know, you have that sense of, of uh, adventure that you just want to do something and no one is, nothing's going to stop you from doing it. And they have that sense of adventure and that sense of like, you know, not fearing what's out there and they just well, do it. I know, know growing up and it wasn't so much with my grandfather, you know, that's who I always hung out with, you know, and, but you know, my, my dad was kind of like 50, 50, you know, he he was always wanting to go out and explore and do things in which we did together. And then there was another part of him that was so fearful. You have to think about your education. You have to think about your career, what you want to do with the rest of your life. You know, you have to think about savings and you have to think about retirement funds and, you know, and, and all these things. And if I didn't do this, that I was going to be, I'll just be bluntly, I was going to be a bum, you know, if I, I was going to be on the streets or I was going to be homeless. Yeah. You know, and for the first part of my life, I did that. I mean, I right. I had a great job, uh, made lots of money. I put money in my 401k, you know, into my Fidelity and, you know, 10%. And then I, I think I went up to like, you know, I maxed it out at 18%. I was putting away a week of my income, you know. Um, and then I, I had a house. I had several cars. um I had a vacation home, you know, and then I quickly realized, what the heck do I do after this? You know, I mean, I had everything, and uh, having everything, I felt not fulfilled. Right. And then I was scared. I was scared to death. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what do I do now? You know? Well, because you're so young, and you're already pretty much. I was. I was about 27 when I started having these feelings and thoughts. Like, what do I do now? You know, I can pretty much, I mean, I wasn't rich, rich or anything like that, but I, in, in my, uh, in my zone of, of comfort, I was able to get anything I wanted when I wanted, you know? And so what do you do with that? You know? Yeah. And then yet, was I really living the dream that I wanted to live initially in the first place, Mm -hmm. which was growing up, we all have these dreams as children i guess some children say they want to be lawyers or doctors or you know things like that Um, i just always wanted to live in a tiny house or a vehicle that i can drive to a destination growing (laughs) up you know that was my thing and i mean i grew up with um well pretty much a gypsy mother (laughs) 
And so my thing was more, I might to strive to just live a life where I can live with pretty much nothing um, and, and live uh, the smallest minimalism, you know, life that I can live and not having to struggle for money because I don't have a whole lot and living simple. So that's always been my thing ever since I was a kid and then, you know, so that, um, anyway, that's what, you know, in my case, you know, I never, I had, more, more I money. never had that whole money thing, yeah. you know, I grew up poor, I grew up with no money and I grew up with a mother who, who was a hustler and struggled all her life to get what we need. So... I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that I'm pretty comfortable with the life, living like that, you know, mm -hmm. living in a small space and, and being okay and adapting very quickly to any situation that comes with it, you know. So I guess I'm kind of like those youngings. <laughs> Makes me feel old in a sense, you know, where I don't really have the, the fear of, of doing it and, or worry about what's going to happen tomorrow you know I, I tends to kind of go day by day and say you know it's it's what i want to do so i keep following that you know what i mean and it, it's more like it's not a struggle to do it you know where it feels hard it's more like step by step i just keep going and moving towards that direction to live that free life that i've always dreamed of as a child so, anyway, that's me babbling about that. <laughs> I think that the more money I had, the more I struggled because there were more wants, you know. Uh, and right. then, and then with wants, there became more needs, and then right. the, the people that surrounded me were dependent upon that income. Mm -hmm. Also, right. it didn't matter if it was you know family, you know, outer type family you know cousins or mm -hmm. uncles aunts um, you know um, friends you know um, it just became more and more difficult for me to appreciate even having that type of money I don't, I'm not against anybody from making whatever amount of money they want or oh, that's... I mean, it's, it was just at that time in my life it, yeah. you know I was on I was on the wrong path you know right. I remember uh, when I left, I, I graduated high school, and I've told you this all, you know, many, many times, you know, um, I just wanted to leave home. And That's so what the, I wanted to I do. graduated high school like six months early, or several months early, you know, mm -hmm. in January, you know, um, during the, the Christmas break, and then, mm -hmm. uh, and I graduated, and I went into the military, mm -hmm. and I didn't even tell my father. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just packed my bag up the, the day that I was leaving for boot camp and uh, he was sitting in the, the back family room and that's where the door was to go out and you know um, it was uh, I lived in Michigan you know and it was a bit went of course winter and snowing out and and uh, I walked by him he said where are you going and I said military and that was all I said to him and I I had gotten into my vehicle and drove off, went to a relative's house and 
kind of stored some of my things that I had, you know, taken with me there, and they had taken me to um, a bus the next morning, and I took off to Great Lakes, Illinois, uh, to go to boot camp, and then I was doing all kinds of crazy things uh, for the Navy for the next, you know, five years, and mm -hmm. um, when I, but I did what I wanted to do. I wanted to go see the world. And I, I certainly got to see it in a lot of ways that I never imagined. And I, I'm glad that I did it. Right. You know, could I do it today? No way. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, we do things when we're younger that it's pretty crazy. We don't think about it. You know, we don't think about it. We just go for it. That's why when the question about how can a young person do that, and they're, they're already, they're famous. already doing it. They're really fear. They're already the fearless, fearless, you know. You know, and that's and not to minimize who 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 doesn't question, you right? Know, um, you know, can I do something like this? Because you know, um, the thing I is, mean, is just look around you and 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 check in with your peers, because that's where we've been getting a lot of our answers from, or watching, you know, right. is is. From, from the younger people that are out there. Well, like I said, like we were young once and we were pretty fearless. Oh my goodness, Because that's, yeah. as you tell this story about you telling your dad, I'm going to, you know, go to the army and uh, I'm leaving. Navy. Navy I didn't sorry. tell him that. I said, I said military. Military, whatever. <laughs> I always confuse what's what. I just call them all Navy armies. <laughs> anyway, the military, you know, um, it, you know, you did the same thing that I did when I was a kid, except for that I didn't go to the military. I just you took you know, off somewhere took else. Off somewhere else. Where did you go? But I did tell my mom the same way, like you did, when she asked me as as I'm packing my clothes and my stuff and I'm putting it away. I never told her that I was going. I just said, just she came into the room and said, "Where are you going?" So funny because it's the same it's thing. The same kind of story. Same story. It's so yeah. weird, and. I said, I'm leaving, and she goes, where are you going? I said, I have a place, and I'm going to live there for a while to, like, get more money and head somewhere else, you know? And she wouldn't believe me, and she would say, no, no way, you can do that. You're only 18 years old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How can you do that at 18? Right. But I had such fearless attitude about it and such um, excitement and adventure about it that it was more like, um, watch me do it, you know, not being in a cocky way, just saying, I'm going to do it, you know, because it's what I wanted. So I just ended up and I left and picked up in, in a place where I never would ever be at. And I would have never imagined you and, going to the place you, you ended up at. And I end up in this place called Tolingua, Texas, which is a very small Like nowhere, town. Texas on the border. In the, in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> by the border. No trees, uh, just rocks and Rocks, sand red rocks and, and sands. Yeah. And, but beautiful, hot. And, you know, dinosaur, historical <laughs> stuff. It's like totally out there, beautiful. I lived there yeah. five years. The furthest you know. way you could get possibly from home, and there you were. And there I was from a girl from the city of New York, which is really crazy, but that's where I end up, and and it was the best thing ever because I, I found peace in that sense of getting out of the chaos of living in a city that was pretty much driving me insane, you know, and, and I mean... 
not as in like people or all that just the fact that I couldn't deal anymore with the how big the world is you know how big it was in that sense I needed to be more in a place where I can just I don't know since breathe and 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 just learn life in another way you know mm-hmm. and 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 that actually brought me to that that spot which I totally met these amazing people that were actually living in buses and were living in tents and also living in adobe houses that were from the ancient times um and everyone was living in that free world where people were just living living <laughs> pretty much you know living that's, exactly. that's a good that's a funny word well, you know I don't think anybody really thinks about what living is uh, is about. That is a funny and word, a, yes, because a, it's hard to describe what you mean by living. As in, like everyone's got their own perspective of what what they want, what is living. You know, in my sense of some living, people are making a living, some exactly. people are living. <laughs> you know, right? And in my sense of living, it's more like living, like I said earlier. A life where I don't need a whole lot to still have or withstand a life. You know, I, I, you know, I sorry to interrupt. I think yeah. that in a world, you know, maybe there was once upon a time where there was like where we thought there were unlimited resources, you know, and and now that, that there are so many more people in this world um, and, and such less space now because there are so many more people you know less trees and and land and you know so many more people are owning more land and cutting more of the resources down and digging in the ground to take resources out and depleting water supplies and all these things you know um Mm -hmm. that um we can't go on living an unlimited lifestyle in a limited world Right. And so living an alternative lifestyle makes more sense. Yes. To me it does, that's for sure, yeah. You know, uh, not consuming as much or consuming as less as possible. Um, yeah. Like my goal is actually for us to live in a... In a life where we really do not need a whole lot but yeah give back yes you know but give back back of course but right. just a sense of like living a life where you don't have to have a whole lot of sorry to say but, it isn't as much as i want to take anymore you know, as much like, as that i want to give back to the earth yeah and give back to you know people around us exactly know? And just live the most simplest life so that you can live that life that you actually want to live. Because mm-hmm. so. our lives, really, I mean, most for the most part, or many people, is our life has been about taking, consuming, mm-hmm. you know. And that's what we've been taught to do. Right. You know. And, uh, and uh, for me as a child growing up, you know, it was always about how I could express what was inside of myself instead of it being repressed right you know mm-hmm. what did you want to do when you grow up when you were 
growing up? What did you really, really want to do? I wanted to buy, a, believe it or not, it sounds cliched, but I wanted to buy an RV and travel in the RV. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we do. What and are you talking I've, about? And I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I was a young person and usually they say, oh, RVs are for older folks. Right. But I don't really believe that, you know. My goal, as in I was in my tw early 20s, I've always, well, even before that, I've always, like, dreamed as a child just having an RV or a wagon that I can pull or some kind of, you know, gypsy wagon or, you know, mainly an RV, but I never thought, you know, oh, shoot, I can never afford an RV, you know what I'm saying? Back then... I mean, but that's what I've always dreamed. That was my, my thoughts of living that life where I can just be free somewhere and park it somewhere. Or Free. I like that word. Uh, what does freedom yeah. or free really Park mean? it anywhere or even buy a, part, a piece of land that I can, you know, put it in and live that freedom life that I've always wanted to live where you can actually do what you want with your piece of land versus uh, the opposite which is what norm normally people do when they have a piece of land, you know. Oh, usually when they get a piece of land, they want to put something big on it and build a house and right. put a fence around it so nobody can come in and or right. onto their piece of land. They want to isolate themselves or, right. or, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I just wanted something I, where I could be outdoors and not have to make enough money just to survive and eat and you know possibly grow my own you know food and that's really that i've always even as a tiny little child would just daydream all day about possibly doing that because i was never a house kind of person or a you know living in a, a house where you take care of all these things you know and and uh, you know and i i just repel myself from that where I would hide in my room, not because I wanted to be secluded by from people, because I love socialization, you know, and talking to people, but more because I felt comfortable in that tiny space where I didn't need much, and the happiness was there from just not wanting to, or not needing anything, you know, like normal people would need, you know, all these accessories and all these things and. And I really wanted to just get away from that so that I can live a simple life and have more time to explore and live and love and, you know, uh, see, you know. And um, that's, that's what the younger generation is doing today. Exactly. You know, that's what kicked us back into our original, you know, um, dream, you know, our original instructions mm -hmm. was watching the younger generation getting out there and living like mm -hmm. I've never, you know, never seen it be done before mm -hmm. and fearlessly, you know, mm -hmm. and then resolving problems as they come resolving along. Resolving problems as, as they, they come, come along, along, you know, that and is not important. worrying about them obsessively. That you know. is something that we can take from the young generation for some reason they're built this way <laughs> where they just they just do it and they find ways to deal with their problems even though it's hard but they still find ways to deal with it i, I just think that we you know and, there's there's a certain parent or parents that 
uh, weren't able to poison their minds right. with all this fear, right. you know, and, and junk, you know, that you've mm-hmm. got to do certain things a certain way. Yes. You know, and I wish that I I had parents, you know, I agree you know, with that, that were the same way because yes. I had dreams. Right. And, and you know, when we, you and I turned eighteen, we had to fight for those dreams. Absolutely. You know, because there was another side of us that told us that we had to be responsible, be responsible. and we had to do things a certain yes. way, and you had to be a productive member of society. Exactly. And we always are are split that way even today we're still fighting that you know and it's true I've, i mean i've always fought it in my us. child in, when i was a child i was fought it i couldn't understand why i fought it and it wasn't because i didn't want to be in, in you know how they call people lazy or bums or whatever it's more that it just felt right to just you know i feel more like that's what what i want i felt comfortable okay. and safe doing it's like I just want to live like that. I don't need all that. You know, I don't need a whole lot I wanted to feel alive more than anything. And exactly. My thing was about just feeling alive and and having a smile on my face every day, even if there's downs and ups, you know, but dealing with them in that youthful way, I guess. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. How young kids are doing it now, they just don't fear about it. Even though their parents freak out about it, but they're not. You right. know what I mean? They're, they're just, just they're out there. They're you know? out there doing it, and, uh, and 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 they just. You know, my cousin's daughter. All right, I, I, she's in her early twenties, and she's been living van life for like going on three years now, and and mm-hmm. she's just been going all around the country. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially on the West Coast doing the things that she enjoys she she especially enjoys rock climbing but -hmm. wherever she goes she hangs out there for a while gets a job at a you know at a coffee shop cafe or or Mm -hmm. or, uh she's teaching uh you know rock climbing or you know whatever she can do and um you know she stays for a while three four five six months and then she moves on to the next spot Mm -hmm. and I, i i've i've never heard her complain about a single thing you know other than the fact that how much gratitude she has that that she's able to you know pursue what she is doing fearlessly you know Mm -hmm. so um maybe that's maybe a lot of us i don't maybe that's why a lot of us are sick maybe that's why a lot of us are, are not feeling so good you know maybe that's why a lot of us are obese or um, or depressed and um, you know I don't know you know where I'm going with that why because they're not living they're not the living life the, that they want to the live the true life that they that I they believe want to that live. because I believe that there's so much stress in that you know when you stress. grow Ugh. when you grow up it's the main thing I know when you grow up in that and you you want all these things but then the world shifts you in that direction where you have to do these things and make you into a worker yeah they make you work your ass off excuse my french and then they actually just like push you in that direction and they spit you out when they're done with you and then exactly and so the way i felt about it was like i felt so uncomfortable in that world because i thought well, this is not what I want to each his own. Everyone has got their yeah, own world of exactly. how they want to do things. But for my case, it, it gave me more unhappiness and, and, and 
the depression because of the fact that I'm like, well, I can't do this because this is not the life that I actually want to live in this life. You know, I, it's just too chaotic. Now, like I said, everyone is different and everyone has their own way of, you know, wanting what to do with their lives. And that's respectful. But I don't know. In my case, I just felt that way where... But going back to the whole thing with the with the fearless of it, I think our generation is actually getting to that point where we're just like not caring and we're just going, screw the social security. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? They've been through a marriage or two marriages. I mean, you know, I'm done. they they've yeah. lost homes. Exactly. You know, they, they, you know, and 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 they've gotten to the point. You know, let's say Gen Xers. All right, mm -hmm. to the point where. I just want to enjoy life, what we got left of it, exactly. and, and and whatever that may be. And so I, I see a lot more of people in the Gen X or our generation doing the same thing that these young young younger kids are doing, and that's living in a van, mm -hmm. a bus, an RV, mm -hmm. or living in a, a a tiny home, you know, uh, putting up a yurt, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, they're changing their lifestyles to something simpler. To live something more fuller, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, and stopping the fear from doing it because a lot of the fear. Well, of, what, what do you have left when you lost it exactly. all? Exactly, you know. Whether what can you do to me if 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 I if I don't have anything? Right, you know. Yes, I have nothing to fear, and and, and that's probably the biggest thing that they fear, is that we don't fear anymore. Yes, you know? and when we don't fear anymore, that means that we can do what we want to do. And yeah. we're, and the thing is, they're afraid that they, we actually do succeed and are capable of doing these things, you know, and, and, and that's a scary thing, you know, which, you know, people just, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, it's a scary thing when, 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 for other people to see that, but for us, it's more like, I don't know, I think we're just getting to that point where. The more time go by, I'm, I'm noticing more and more people our age, young kids, you know, in all generation that are literally letting go of this whole system that we've been programmed in as children that we have well, it's to. A, it's a system yeah. designed to benefit a, a, a group of people um, to enrich their lives. Exactly. You know? And we're the worker ants, you yes. know, and it's not designed to give us anything back but a, 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 um, a facade or an illusion that there's a dream out there to be had, mm -hmm. you know, but it's the dream that they created for us to have a house with a uh, with a white picket fence and a car and to get married and to have the the kids yes. and to have a dog or a cat you right. know and and then we wake up every morning and we go to the same job and we have this right. income that that's there for us every single week and right. you know we go on vacation once, a, once year, a year you know and it's been so embedded into this uh, you know into the american way of doing things you know since the industrial revolution right. began, you know, and now things are changing. Yeah. You know, I and, mean, drastically. And you see it a lot in a lot of people where they're just. Well, when you wipe out, you know, I, I, I'm not even going to get political, but when you wipe out 
a middle class and when you have two tiers you have this upper class uh, of people and then you have a a, a, a lower class a, a, a service tier because that's what are all I see left you know in America uh, you just screwed up rich people you really screwed up because mm-hmm. we have nothing left to lose anymore you know mm-hmm. we don't have a house to lose anymore you know we don't have a, a 401k to lose anymore you have nothing to control us with anymore exactly you know Except now a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, you got you to gotta get something to control us, you know? The, the, the little worker ants to keep them coming to work to make, you know, you rich, you know? Right. And, uh, and the thing is, is that we're the ones who have the knowledge. I mean, we're the ones who make it all run. We're the ones with the trades. We're the ones who are talking with the people every day. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're the ones showing up for work and making all these products. Without us, they can't have these riches, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. So why do we tolerate it, you know? And, and you know, I'm not going to say that uh, it's not right for anybody to have what they feel is the the American dream, you know, um, you know, some people like to get up every day and know where they're going and to have, you know, uh, uh, an income or a paycheck, you know, that they can depend and on and social security, uh, and you know, totally when they turn fine. a certain age and a pension and all of that. And, uh, they feel that, you know, that, you know, life begins when they retire, you know, and, and, and they're fine with that, you know, and I'm that, not. And, and that's fine, you know, if that's fine with they, as long as it makes them happy and, yeah. and they actually enjoy it or not pretend it or pretty much, you know, it becomes a custom in their brain where it has to be, that's just the way it is. I mean, unless those things are not, if they're not happening and you're just saying to yourself, I really love doing this and I really love, you know, working this job and I really love doing all this to make you you know to to make makes me happy then more power to it i mean i say i don't i mean we're not judging anyone it's not no judgment is just not part of who we are but i well, do i'm not beyond perfect i'm not perfect or anything well, like nobody's that. You know, sometimes perfect. i judge no know? one's perfect and sometimes you know? i get angry but it's all right to have all these field or, or array right. of, of of emotions yeah, I mean, yeah. no one is judging. I mean, I'm so. just saying what I'm saying is I don't really judge anyone. I might but, not yeah, agree. It's not my intention. You know, I yeah. might not agree with a lot of things that people do, but it's not my choice to. It's their lives, and I believe that people should do what they love to do, no matter what it is. Right. But in my case, or in our case, we we just that's something that would gives me major anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and so people people that we meet along the way they're incredible aren't they mm-hmm. some of the most amazing people doing some of the most amazing things and the diverse people that you meet the diversity of them is incredible there are all kinds of people out there doing all kinds of different things right? and wanting to share that with you with us with each other and i've never seen such a time 
where we can look out around us, you know, and, and see such an array of incredibly, awesomely talented people out there. Yes. And characters. Such yes. characters we can meet sometimes. Absolutely. You know, and that's what's out there for for anybody who wants to explore uh, beyond their boundaries of their their hometowns or their states or sometimes or their country. You know, um, it's there. It's there for the taking for anybody who wants to see mm-hmm. this amazing thing that's going on out there which is called life yeah you know and the expression of it right people the expression of living mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. and it's everywhere I you know and that's who inspires me i don't know about you uh you know, we, we've certainly met lots of people in that aspect, but I, I, I get so inspired by such a wide array of ages and people and from from all walks of life who've who've been at the very top of, of the tiers to of of, uh, of incomes to the lowest of tiers and who all kind of meet in this middle of where we're at in this uh, um, lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and uh, who brings such a, a smorgasbord of um, paintings that are incredible, you know, mm-hmm. of art, you know. All of their lives are just art, you know, an yeah. expression of art. I totally. don't know. Maybe I'm just adding too many adjectives to <laughs> all of this. <laughs> and so... That was a, that was another, you know, uh, thing that uh, you know one of the listeners wanted us to touch up on was was meeting people, and I'm going to tell you, people are everywhere, everywhere, and all you have to do is to get out and observe and open yourself up. What was this question? Pe- what the people we meet along the way. In this oh, type of the lifestyle. people we meet along the way, and and, I mean, and you can you could live in your own hometown, and go up to a Walmart and and and, f- and find somebody in van life parked up there, a bus or oh, or yeah. an RV or uh, on a Harley Davidson with a little little teardrop trailer, you know, you know, like a uh, um, um, uh, hound dog. What, what was mm-hmm. the hound dog? Was his name? Yeah, you know where he lived in this. This motorcycle, his Harley, yeah, and he pulled this little teardrop, s- rickety teardrop, super, handmade trailer behind super it. Super groovy. That he lived in. You what know? do you call it? Teardrop. A little teardrop trailer, trailer that he pulled behind. Yeah, that, that, that was he made. Pulled that was incredible because it looked like someone put it together. Yeah, exactly what it is. And it was so rugged and fantastic. And I was so curious to look inside to see what he had. And we had to stop. And we had to talk to him. And, and we talked to him. You know, and he was a very cool guy, you know, just looking for a shower. <laughs> wanted a shower. You know where and, I can get a good shower um, at. You know? And we had good chats. And we got to know him. 
And it was fantastic to see this man living. Who was just traveling the East Coast up and down. In this, you know, with this motorcycle and living in this trailer that he's pulling. And up, offering assistance to anybody who needed help. Offering. And nothing. Advice. But he was giving everything. And, you know, sharing his story. You know, and I think that that was freaking awesome, <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, so people like that you meet um, and people from all kinds of places, you're going to meet all kinds of different characters, you know, different, you know, everybody's got their own way of how they want to live this lifestyle. But but guaranteed that 90% or more of the chance you'll, you'll meet really cool people, you know what I mean? Really cool people. Not only that. That share the same, you know. You're going to end up on somebody's list of cool people that they've met. Exactly. You know, so don't waste that opportunity to be the cool person that somebody meets. Oh, yeah. You We've know? had a few of those where don't. people ourselves, you know. You know how many people are come up uh, to us and think and just say, wow, you guys inspire me and you guys are really cool. And and I, I really love to have do what you guys are doing. And, and they can. And, and they, we when we talk about it, and we it, always yeah. tell them there's nothing to stop you except yeah. for yourself, you know. And there are several people who have already done the right. turned their life and done this life or are in this lifestyle right. right now, you know. Right. Because of that. Exactly. You know? and, and so, so w- without us being who we are, we have, would have not have shown or you know those opportunities to other people. Right. Uh, to change their lives. Exactly. You know, so being true to ourselves only helps other people be true to themselves. Exactly. You know? That is what I'm saying. It's like, just be true to yourself and then that example is out there. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And they actually take that. And the same vice versa that we take from others. We just... Well, look, everyone in this journey is learning from each other. Gosh, know? and we all need to, and need each other. We need to, each other to to do, that to do that in this journey. And if we need to, and we need to connect once in a while to, uh-huh. because that those connections is where we can learn from each other and tell each other's stories. And and so pretty much no one is up in a higher on this. Everyone has their own story and adventures and downfalls and breakdowns and all kinds of stuff and and sharing it which is why I like you know these social media sites where you can share these things like Instagram and all that that you can share what you're going through and a lot of things inspired other people what we do and we're inspired by them it's it's literally like I don't know like a tribe family. It's literally everywhere. <laughs> All you have to do is be open to receive it. Yeah. You know, and the only thing that stops you is your fear. Exactly. That is it. You know? Exactly. Because, you know, even like I've heard of stories of other people that actually done it with nothing. And they, the dream was there and they didn't want to give up or wait one more year or wait one, you know, one more you know, even one more month before they can go out there and do it because they're so excited about life that they go, well, I don't really have much and I don't really have, I don't know if I'm going to have enough gas to get to my next town, but for some reason, they it always out works out, it, you know, it, uh, it always yeah. it works out, you know, and, and, and it's kind of like something, you know, 
you know, Sage and I talk about a lot is that we have to be open to receive these gifts, Absolutely. you know, and, and, and not con- not constantly pushing them away. And the, the way that you push them away is with negativity. The yes. way that you push them away is with fear. Fear. You know, the way a, that you push them away is with doubt. Yes. You know, fear, doubt, which all involves negativity, in all thing. of that. You know. Yes. And, and you have to put it out there. You have to put out there what you want. You and, know, yeah. and then be willing to receive it. And, and, and you, you can't know? let other people also tell you you can't do it because there's a lot of people in this world that would also give you this whole thing where it's like well what are you doing you shouldn't do that you're crazy you should just get you know normal house or just live your you know normal ways but you know there's a lot of people because i feel that those people that do that are probably people who fear themselves and so you know my advice is not to not to let anyone stop you from you know with those fears and inflict those fears in you um, or take those fears and push yourself to continue to do what you want to do anyway. So, you know, it's, it's all that and then some. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah. So bottom line is do it. And for young people that want to do this, just jump right into it. What's you stopping know? you? Exactly. You know? And then evaluate why it's stopping you. And then evaluate where where that comes from, you know. Mm. Where, where did that thought come from? Where is the, orig- the originator of that thought? Is it an aunt or an uncle? Is it a father or a mother? Is it, a, you know, is it the, the people around you, you know? And, then, you know, why is it there, you know? Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. And then what is the need for it, you know? You know, uh, and then turn it around, you know, and then put into it what you want it to be. I mean, it all know? starts of how, it all starts with, you know, do you want this? You know, it really does start there. Is this what well, you want? What do you really want? Yeah, and that's the major question. You know, and then you I, know, I, I guess everybody's searching. Exactly. But the thing is, we already know. I mean, if you were to really ask yourself, what do I want? Exactly. It's the first thing that pops in your head all the time. That and, is, then, and then you start analyzing after that. That, you know what I mean? that is what I'm you saying. I, and that's that's exactly what I'm trying to say here. It's like that. It's like, you know, you ask already know yourself, what you want. You all know what you, we all want what we really want. I mean, it's kind of like when we were children, when they always ask you, what do you want we to be? We could have told everybody a million things. Remember? This isn't I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. Uh-huh. I, want to, I want to be a baseball player. Uh-huh. And I want to hit a, you know, uh, you know, all these home runs. You know, mm. I remember a kid, I, you know, I wanted to be like Hank Aaron and, you know, and hit a ton of home runs. You know, I wanted to be like Babe Ruth. You know, right. I wanted to be a rock star. You yes. know, all these things. So when we were kids, we knew exactly what we wanted to do. There were a million things we wanted, we to, wanted do. to do. And then all of a sudden, when we become adults, we don't know what to do because we're supposed to do all this other stuff people told us to do. Told us to do. Exactly. And that's why we are so afraid to even think of something of what we really want to do. Well, yeah, and then, they, and then they're bringing us down. And I don't mean to be bad on our parents or elders, but they're, they have no fault in it because they probably were doing the same thing. But they... They, they inflict all these these fears into you that tell you, what are you going to do? And that's the first question that always scares people. How are you going to make a living? How are you going to do this? You know, 
how how can you go out there? What are you going to do? Again, the question. You know what I mean? Well, the th- I, I, I just want to elaborate on something. Yeah. Being successful, you know, isn't about being the best at something. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and my father ticked me off one time when I was in in my twenty early twenties after I'd gotten out of the military, you know. And my grandfather taught me how to make Native American flutes when I was young, you know. And I'd got I had bought a house and I had this really nice barn, you know, and I, and I made this beautiful flute shop in there, you know, and I started making flutes and he, and he would come into the shop and he would look at my flutes and they weren't as beautiful as the other flutes that he saw that other people were making out there that were really, you know, great craftsmen at woodworking, you know, and, 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 and he, and he told me, he says, well, why do it if you're not going to be the best at it, you know? And I just turned around and I was like, this man is trying to shatter my freaking yes. dream right in front of me. And, and, I, and I turned around, I looked at him, I said, get out of here, you know. And he looked at me really shocked, you know, and his eyes were popped. And I said, get out of here. And he walked away. And we didn't talk for a long time after that. But you want to know what? It wasn't about being the best flute maker. It was about being a flute maker. And that's mm-hmm. what I was and have always been all of my life a flute maker i am not the best i am a flute maker all right and i can happily say that to the day that i die you know and i'm laying on my deathbed what what, what did you do with your life well i was a flute maker Hmm. number two i always wanted to be a rock star (laughs) okay and it didn't matter if i got the play on you know on stage at the whiskey a go-go in california or, or, or some big stadium, you know, I played on stage. And if you're persistent, mm-hmm. okay, you can do whatever it is that you want. I played on multiple stages, just so happened, all around the country, you know. I recorded music. I, I, I've recorded music with other people. And I've had a million and one people tell me that I should make my own album, but I didn't want to. I just liked playing the music Mm -hmm. and I gave the music away to anybody who wanted it, you know, and it's the same thing today. What did I want to do when I was a young kid? I wanted to work for National National Geographic. Geographic. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be a photographer and I wanted to, uh, um, tell people, I wanted to see the world and tell their stories and take the photographs. And I was like, well, why can't I do that? You know, I'm not going to work for National Geographic, you know, but why can't I be a photographer and tell stories? And so that's what I do. I'm a photographer right now mm-hmm. and I tell stories, mm-hmm. you know, I make flutes. I'm a flute maker and I'm a musician, you know, and so whatever it is that you want to do out there, you can do it. So we're getting this little beeping noise on the podcast saying that we can only have an hour. So we're getting around to the end of our time on the podcast and we're just going to wrap this up right now. Is there anything you want to say about, about what I was just saying about Um, doing what you want to do in life? No, I just, what were we, what were we on the topic of? Well, what you want to do in life and don't let anybody stop you. And and it isn't about being successful. It's about 
being. I know everyone you know? says, you know, don't do anything, you know, that people, you know, or be successful and push yourself. But really, in reality, is that it's just it is. It sounds like crocheted about it, but it, it really is. Just go do it. Go for it. And don't be afraid. That's right. And if you don't have enough money, go do it anyway. It doesn't matter. Just you chip away at it a little bit at a time. Yes. Don't give up on it. Be persistent. Do a step at a exactly. time. And you will get there. I promise you. You will get to yes. any place you want to be. Exactly. Just take it a step at a time. Don't give up. Be persistent. Talk to other people around you. Take in as much information as you can and put it out there. Put yes, and, it out there, you, what you want. And learn to deal with the bad side of it because it really is not bad it's just a learning experience that will take you to the next level you know so don't be afraid of oh gosh my my this went wrong or this didn't work out you know i say just keep pushing have fun with it as you're doing it because life's too short and you just need an it's adventure way too short do what yes. you wanna do so period it. It's too short. Trust me. We were just young little kids not I too long it. ago. We've been bouncing around in high school, having a great time. And we're, I, I'm 52, okay? Mm. Do it. Go for Go it. For Don't it. let nobody stop you. We sure ain't. All right. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to us in our, on our podcast. Come back again soon. Uh, come check us out over on Instagram. We, we could really use your support and, and over there at yes. Bug and Grizz. Yes. Uh, B-U-G and, and Grizz. Bug and Grizz. And mm-hmm. uh, we put up a YouTube channel. We only got four subscribers, I think. And it's also Bug and Grizz there, too. So um, thanks for listening. And, you know, we hope maybe for somebody out there that helps you. Because I'll tell you what, all of you have helped us and we thank you yes and thanks for those comments or those questions that you have for us with that yes with, yes um please keep bringing uh questions your questions us. or your They're thoughts amazing or, and they help you know, us anything like, you're curious about and yes, we'll, we'll be happy to answer and they them. help us you know give you good content on it you know and sharing some more so, so deep breath Uh Ah, and go out there and do it man have a good one yeah take care everybody see you next time peace peace